So I'm Jazz. This is Ken. For those of y'all that don't know, we are married. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to plot, pray. You have to plot and pray. You just can't pray. Remember, God helps those who help themselves. Mm-hmm. We love Ken, but <laughs> we need to go back to work. We, we as friends. <laughs> you need to find something to do. Yeah, I mean, we did go on a hike, but now I'm sleepy. Was it was it the hike or the sandwich that took you out? Both. For, so you ate that sandwich fast as fuck, by the way. Welcome back, guys. Hey, welcome back, y'all. <laughs> so, if you join us, we're talking today. Ken decided to have a Sunday fun day, which yeah, took me out today. Yeah, yeah, Jazz running on fumes today. Y'all, like, we went on a hike, and oh my god, I'm so tired. And then we ate lunch afterwards which might be our dinner because i'm like i probably won't cook anything because <laughs> right now it's six o'clock so almost so is, we eat dinner a little after seven and i just like i don't have time to cook anything right now for dinner so yeah she was over here slumped on that sofa man y'all was so comfortable y'all was so comfortable like i was taking a nap i probably gonna go back to sleep after Girl, i don't know now he was on the <laughs> he was on your way to sleep i'm probably gonna go to sleep and my dad had called me in the middle of me like disguised sleep. as a nap I was like, what do you want? I didn't say it out loud, but I was thinking, like, what do you want? Like, my eyes are closed. Like, I'm trying to take a nap. <laughs> it's, it's been a good weekend, you know? We uh, touched up outside. No, we, he touched up outside. I'm not even going to lie in front. Like, I've been outside. I haven't done anything today outside. Yeah. I, just, I just stay in the house. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, uh, I say we, I didn't, we didn't, you know, touch the yard a little bit and see some landscaping ideas and watch some cars. Uh we literally, I had to fend off my backyard versus a big ass spider that then reclaimed the patio. We literally have been that progressive commercial. Oh God! Between the <laughs> pa- between the p- progressive commercial and that Home Depot commercial, like we are our parents. We really are, which is so funny when you think about it. This is the first. <laughs> That's weekend, some good mulch. This is the first weekend we haven't had to go to Home Depot, so that was pretty nice. And I realized when we said we didn't go, I immediately thought of stuff we could get up out of Home Depot. Yeah, so Ken will probably go to Home Depot sometime this week. Yeah. To buy a couple of um, things out of there that I personally don't even need. Shout I'm just out. trying to find patio chairs. Hmm. Shout out house stuff. That's really all I'm trying to find is some patio chairs. Yeah, we had a, uh, you know, for breakfast. You know, I made some uh, breakfast tacos, and I decided to throw the sausage on, throw some sausage on the grill. Pause. <laughs> and so uh, there was this massive spider that I see just kind of floating in the air. You know, I grabbed the water hose. I ain't, I'm not gonna lie. Normally, I let stuff live, but you know, I say, "Hey, no, you got to go. This is my table. This is our umbrella." In 24 hours, she has rebuilt this thing, and now it's at eye level, and it is ma- it's bigger than the table. And yeah. I was like, "You know what? You got it." And I saw Candy pointed it out to me the spider, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, all right, well, maybe the rain would knock you down, and we nope. it, we can reclaim the backyard." Again. Nope. Shout out with a water hose. It was like, "All right, I'll be back." <laughs> Yeah, this, see, this, and this is why I stay in the house most of the time because nature is a bitch. It is vengeful. This is why I don't leave the house. I mean, she could eat all the flying stuff. I appreciate it. I'm mentally preparing myself for another lockdown, which probably won't happen. But no, nah, they. You think they' finna shut shit down? And they're not. I wish they would though. Mm-mm. They ain't, they said some of y'all gonna have to, look. Some of y'all gonna have to go. It's just it's just crazy to me because I'm just like. We are what, like Alabama is up there compared to like when it comes to our cases. We up there. We up there, and then we got kids going back to school, which doesn't make sense. Colleges are accepting people on campus. That don't make sense either. Canceling summer graduation. Hey, facts don't matter. So I just have a lot of questions about like what's going on. Don't you bring facts to this argument? I just feel like, especially with COVID attacking kids now with this new Delta variant, I'm just like, do y'all not care? They don't give a fuck about, about these the kids. Children? What about the children? They don't give a fuck about these kids. They only bring the kids up in the argument when they try to, you know, stir up some emotion in you. After Sandy Hook, they was like, hey, man, that shit ain't even happen. Which is crazy to me. It's just, I don't know. I'm just kind of, I'm not surprised. I know I shouldn't be surprised of handling of everything is going but for my basic knowledge, I don't quote me on this, my basic knowledge of of uh, science when it comes to viruses and stuff, had the majority of the country got vaccinated, we were supposed to, the mutation of the Delta variant probably would not have caused as much havoc or mutated to the point where we got the Lambda variant, which is now in Texas, and that's vaccine resistant. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Like, every time I hear of a new variant, 
in my mind, I just hear Florida, man. Why? Because the craziest shit happens in Florida. Just, <laughs> I feel like it's just gonna like, you know, like Kamehameha have a spirit bomb like effect, and it's gonna come up out of Florida, and we are not gonna be ready. Well, I mean, like at least this time though, it's not out of Florida. It was at Texas, so. But there's a the South. There's Texas, and then there's Florida. Yeah, right now Florida and Texas are just leading the charge when it comes to COVID cases. So, which sucks though. But um, enough about COVID. I'm tired. Of, I don't want to talk oh, about you COVID. You tired of COVID? I'm not tired of COVID. I'm just tired of talking about it. Um, but it's gonna be here for a while. That's all yeah, I'm gonna say. It's like, but hey, uh, just... I do know last episode we talked about relationships and the reality of them versus the expectations mm-hmm. of what a relationship is, and it kind of. I don't know. I guess like the past couple of weeks since we released this episode, I've been thinking about other things about relationships that kind of like, I don't know, just intrigue me about people. And to me, it's also like insecurities. Shit, people are a case study. People are a case study. <laughs> and I'm really learning like inse- people's own insecurities interfere within a relationship. Yeah. Like, and they kind of bring it in and manifest. Like they they bring in the insecurities and they manifest itself. Are the insecurities valid? Like, are they bringing, you know, those past ghosts with them into this current situation? Are they, you know, are they, are they carrying baggage that they don't necessarily need to have? I think it's what you just said. They're carrying baggage they necessarily don't need to have, but they never really let go of that baggage because they can pretty much only go going off of past relationships, past experiences. They put a bandaid over a bullet wound. And they really never dealt with the issue. So when they get into a new relationship and they start seeing, I guess, similar things or things that are occurring mm-hmm. from previous relationships, they kind of bring in those worries and fears into the new relationship without talking to the partner first about like what's going on. That's legit. And I feel like for me, that can really put like a not put a strain, but it can halt the growth of a healthy relationship. Yeah, but I'm saying if you see some bullshit in the front end and you call it out and you get like, and they try to downplay it or gaslight it, it's like, hey man, you need to moonwalk up out that one. (laughs) But is it easy to do? Like, I mean, once you realize the bullshit, I ain't gonna say it's easy, but it should be easy to point this shit out. I mean, I say that because, you know, you and I, we watch Love After Lockup. And. And if you haven't watched Love After Lockup on WeTV, y'all probably should. It is a really good show. It is. It is. It's entertaining. It's I'll, I'll say entertaining. And it's I'll a say little good. Sad. It's like you're using other people's miseries for your entertainment, and I'm like, uh, why you got me watching this? And Ken loves it. Sorry, I yawn. Like I, like I really got him into it. But I do feel like insecurities. I feel like, for example, we're going to talk about Devontae. And I Devante. think Devante, yeah, I was it Deontay? Deontay? De, Deontay. One of them names. I ain't gonna lie, my mom. You said Devontae. <laughs> I was like, Bill, Bill, DeVoe? No. It is like not Devontae. I don't know. Is it Deontay? I think it's Deontay. De- Deontay. Deontay and Nicole. Yes. Yes. She's a 23-year-old girl, just got out of prison, wrote to, Deontay wrote to her. He, she was writing back, pretty much spitting all kind of fame. Spit, she was spitting all kind of games while she was in prison. And he was believing it. Now, this is the second woman he's been in a relationship with from prison. The first woman, his mom reminded him, hey, she took you for all your money. She caused you to go into large debt. She caused you to lose your apartment, and you had to move back in with me. And I don't want that to happen. Shit, I ain't know all that. Yeah, it was like in the first episode. Damn, I wasn't paying attention. You really weren't. Um, And so he was like, oh, no, she's different. She's not going to break my heart. I'm not going to, like... He spent like equivalent of like what, like ten thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars. Too much thousands of dollars. On 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 this girl she was in prison. And so she gets out of prison. Now she's twenty three. Deontay is our age in his thirties. And she's still communicating with her exes. And yeah, exes. Okay. And it's like in the back of his mind, he does have that insecurity, like, is this woman you know, getting over on me because, you know, she she really hasn't, what's what I'm looking for, expressed physical interest in him mm. since she's been out of prison. Mm. Best way to put it. So he waits outside her door at home, sees that she's getting, yeah, a little stalkerish, I'm not going to lie. A little? He, that was the most Jerry Springer sitting, cheater shit I've ever seen. in his car outside of her mom's home, and she and he witnesses her getting into a car with her ex. 
and he literally has a meltdown outside of this girl's mom's house. Yeah. And Brittany's mom, not Brittany, Nicole's mom, was like, I am surprised that's all he did. Yeah, like, I ain't gonna lie, like, I'm, like the mom and that, I was like, yo, I fuck with the mama. And she was like, you can't do that to people. You She's can't like, feed on their insecurities. You're causing this and they're feeling their emotion. You're pretty much using him. Yeah. You need to let him know. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, you know, when people go crazy, this is where the insecurities come in. Because yeah. I feel like you, the person A is feeding on person's B insecurities, mm-hmm. which cause them to what? Snap. Wild out. And I feel like it works both ways. Person B is recognizing their insecurities and they're bringing it into their relationship. Person A sees the insecurity and they exploit it. And they exploit it. Which is kind of fucked up if you think about it in a way of you wanting to build with this person. So it's like, how can you build a house? How are you going to build a foundation like this? And it's crazy to me that people do that every single day. And it just doesn't, and it just, and they just do it just to be like, well. I they mean, do it just because they can, and we're seeing it. And they allow a, them and, to. And they allow it, and person B allows it to happen to them. Mm-hmm. And instead of person A recognizing the insecurity, talking to them about the insecurity, mm-hmm. that person B feels and giving them like, just like. Just giving, reassurance. Giving them the reassurance, they exploit it, and they feed on it. For their own personal benefit. In in my mind, I hate when people say, "Well, she went crazy." Or she no no no, or he or she went crazy. No no no. What did person A do? Because there's always a cause and effect. Mm-hmm. What was the cause for this person to slash your tires? What was the cause? Wait a minute. What? I'm just saying. You just don't go slash people tires for no reason. I, I mean, I, I hear you, but I was like, why was that an option? I mean, that's on the thing off top of my head. I remember, I took a nap before I'm just, we started recording. And you was thinking about slashing tires? No, I'm just saying. It's like the only thing that comes in my head real quickly right now as we talk. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. You said that all I heard was Jasmine Solo. But someone's at my car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Like, these are things that cause people to wild out. And I'm just like, well, what did you do to the person B? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, person B could be already off the rails. That is very true. But what actions did you do to that person to make them even think to do those options? I want to know why the hell this man was in, like outside her house in the middle of the night. Because he was feeding on those because she had fed on his insecurities and he was like, something's not right within our relationship. And he sat outside her house, which again, I would rec- I do not recommend Don't anybody recommend doing. that at all. Please don't do that. That's weird and stalkerish. Um, so he sat outside, and I'm pretty sure the producers called him and was like, "Hey, old girl, in here with her boy, with her ex boyfriend." I mean, the man's great TV, but my man, just like see this man crying in the car. I was like, oh, "I feel for you, bro." Yeah, it was it was rough. It was rough. You gonna cry when you get home? But then, like, I think about these things because you're gonna have insecurities when you go into a relationship, just based off of your past, based off what you've experienced, and it takes the other person to that truly does care about you. To talk about those insecurities with mm-hmm. you. Because I'm not going to lie. Early on our, in me and Ken's relationship, I had insecurities just based off past stuff. And Ken never fed on those insecurities. He gave me reassurance. We talked. We literally just had like a, an adult-ass conversation. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate him for doing that because we had to have it more than once. Yeah, that's true. We did have to have it more than once. But at the same time, it's like... I'm not saying I need a reassurance. There's some things I'm not aware of. Yeah. And just hearing him confirm or just give me some reassurance, hearing him talk me through certain things or why he does the way does things that he does or this, that, and the other, we talked about it. And I think that's the problem people don't have is communication. And patience. Yes. That's the one thing I always used to like pray for was was patience. It's not that I was hot-headed or anything like that. It's like, once you get to the point where stuff frustrates me, it's like, I, I just, like, blow up, and it's, like, just self-destruct mode. And uh, I was like, okay, this this can't keep... I'm not going to say this can't keep happening, but I'm like, yo, why is this an option? I was like, I don't even like the energy this gets, gives off. So it's like, hey, man, we got to find a better way to deal with this, deal with certain things and certain scenarios. And I'm like, hey, man, it's, like, hey, God, it's me. It's me again. Um... Uh, <laughs> Hey man, can you help me out? I'm just looking for a little bit of patience as it comes in these scenarios versus 
just going straight to 100. It's like, hey, do uh, you got any advice? And literally, we had to have those conver- those hard, sometimes those conversations are hard. That, but sometimes you, but you, they need to be had versus just assuming or just leaving it up in the air for it to solve itself. It's only hard because a lot of times it deals with emotions. Say, yeah, emotions and removing, I almost say dealing with scabs and things that haven't necessarily healed or things yeah. that you haven't really tried to fully address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And once you fully address some shit, you look back at it, you're like, man, why the hell was I holding on to this? Like, why, why was this occupying space? Yeah, because you're sitting here and you're worried about letting the other person know about something and how it makes you feel. And you're like, I mean, it's not, if the person truly does care and wants to be in a relationship with you, they will take what you have said and they'll listen. Mm-hmm. Now, if they don't give a damn or if they kind of, it's also a flip side to this, that you could tell the person what's going on and how you feel and that could grow their insecurity even more and it could leave them being like you know what i don't want to be with you anymore you're the problem not me and really it's but it's not but the thing is when people say it's like it's not you it's not a problem but a lot of times it could be they could be triggering them into a previous scenario situation that they were uncomfortable with but a lot of times all that deals with you know i'm not gonna say all the times because depending on the the level of trauma that certain situation might have particularly brought about. I forgot what I was going with that. <laughs> you usually go off on a little bit of a tangent. You kind of. I like realized the, that I was saying I was like you're kind of like the you kind of like the Marvel kind of like the don't do me like kind of like the multiverse toward don't the end like of Loki when it was like spread like this is you're going straight off something happens and it just breaks off into multiple. I went to two different directions thoughts. and I forgot the direction from yeah, which I came. Yeah, you're like a multiverse. Sometimes your no, thoughts are like a multiverse. I'm not gonna lie, that shit sucks. Literally, that that is that is how you think sometimes. Don't think you like that. <laughs> no, but I feel, I feel like communication is always key because I always tell people somebody will you most of the time people will show you who they are. You just have to be willing to watch and listen, and not hear what you want to hear. Yes, and that's the thing, that's the crazy part because this was this conversation on Twitter about saying that women men are telling you what they. Men are going to be upfront with you. It's all about choosing whether you want to listen to what they have to say, and vice versa. But a lot, but a lot of time though, I hate to say it, it's kind of on us, on women, because we'll sit here and be, oh, we can change him, we can do this, we can do that, and you wind up being heartbroken or disappointed and wasting time because you ain't want to listen when this man upfront told you what it was and what it is. And in your mind, you were like, "Oh no, no! If I spend more time with him, I can. We can change." Over if like a damn HGTV project. Like man, we could, man, we put some new countertops in here. It's like, hey, the foundation fucked up. Yeah, so listen, we can throw some paint on this. We can put some new countertops, some cabinets back. Put a new fridge over here. And it's that's not how it works mm. because usually men will tell you what men will upfront tell you how they feel. And where are they going and where they want to be. But also sometimes. Hey, so folks be lying. They be lying. They'll feel that insecurity. Which feed I hate. The, you got to feed. The, a lot of folks got to feed the ego. They'll, 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 they'll feed on your insecurity at the same time looking for what they want. Yeah, to feed the ego. But a lot of folks don't want to be alone. They don't. Which I'm starting to learn that a lot. Especially during COVID. During like lockdown. People had to be alone. And in my mind, I feel like maybe instead of maybe you need to work on being with yourself yeah a lot of people don't like silence or being with themselves you a lot of people it's like you'll see you'll be around some folks they'll talk just so that there's not silence like man you ain't finna bully me in a conversation i'm cool with silence like the older i've gotten the more i I like silence like like can i come home and be like why are you sitting here without tv on because i I want to like it it doesn't bother me at all i'm just sitting here In my own thoughts, because <laughs> I don't mind being by myself. But I do realize, like, because of COVID and lockdown, people realize they don't like themselves. Mm. And the idea of just being with themselves terrified them to where they just would latch on to whomever would be with them. And to me, that's not fair to that person. Mm-mm. I fair to both of you all because you haven't acknowledged your own you haven't dealt with your own insecurities you haven't dealt with your own personal issues 
and now you expect somebody else to fix them. Yep. And I feel like that is where a lot of issues come about in relationships. Like to prior to me and Ken dating, I didn't date or talk to anybody had a physical or emotional type of connection or contact like with the opposite sex. Ooh, for like what, 10 months prior to me and Ken dating because I realized I needed to like myself. I need to figure out what I wanted for myself. And before I got into like a serious relationship, and I think that helped me with my relationship with Ken. Now, I ain't gonna lie, I did have few, still have a few insecurities, but again, we talked through those <laughs> just because of past experiences. And I even told Ken about my past experiences because I live in Birmingham. It's big but small. The school <laughs> I went to is big but small. Mm-hmm. The black community, big but small. It's, it's always like, a sixth uh, degree of separation. Shit, six, it's like two. And people are messy. So I was upfront with Ken about like everything from my past because I didn't want somebody I've had because I had that happen to me where people would tell the significant other I was dating. Like, well, you know, she used to mess around with so-and-so or she did this and this misconstrue the truth and go about what they heard versus what's the truth. And so I just told Ken one day over pizza. Um, over pizza? Yeah, we, were, we went to Slice. Yeah. It was like our first time going to Slice pizza. Mm-hmm. I just told Ken like everything, laid it out there. And we were so early on in our relationship, but I just really just went, we're like, like a month into being, not even being official yet, because this is around April. It's like a month of like dating. Mm-hmm. And I had told him all this stuff just because one of my insecurities is people telling the person I'm with about my past. Without, that you didn't get somebody else telling your past versus you getting to and it explain kinda, it yourself. And it kind of changes the, not the dynamic of the relationship. It's, but a, it's a narrative. It changes the narrative from the man's, from the other person's perception of me. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was like, you know, I'm going to take the reins through this shit early before I start wasting mine and his time. <laughs> and luckily, Ken ain't like the rest of these dudes out here. He is very strong and he is a very secure person, which I appreciate. Well, thank you. No problem. I do what I can. And so, like, from there, we just communicated. And I think the problem is, all like I said early on, communication. That part. People don't talk anymore. I mean, uh, we, people don't people, have a vocabulary to explain themselves. And, and I, that's some shit I had to develop. And it's crazy to me because I'll be sitting there listening to some of my friends talk, and I'd be like, in my mind, what he's saying is <laughs> he literally is just trying to have fun, doesn't want to look for anything serious, but you're wanting something serious. These two things aren't going to Mm-mm. add up. But, you know, me being a friend, I'm just like, do I tell this person what they want to hear or what they need to hear? Or do I do an intersection of both? <laughs> and I've done that and it sucks. They're just like, well, you don't understand. You know, you haven't dated in a long time. It's so different now. And I'm like, you got to like we're not around the same age. I am literally, they were like, well, you what? You only been in one successful relationship. Well, clearly it worked, but I got a ring. Huh. Well, so, well, well, damn. I mean, that's what I say in my head. I don't say well, that other people the are good at deflecting deflecting but i want to say they're they're real good with the representative like uh the mask they put on for other people to see like it's it's very uh it's like successful like i'm I'm running out of words to try to describe it but it's like i remember meeting your parents the first time and i remember thinking to myself like you know be on your best behavior all this stuff i was like man listen they're gonna meet me and I am who I am. And if you try to put on this facade for, you know, that you think other people are going to like versus meeting the real you, it's like, bro, you ain't going to be able to keep that up. And no one's like, why would you want to even try to put that facade on? So I was like, hey, man, this is me. Yeah. That's how I feel about meeting your whole family. I met like your whole family at Thanksgiving. It was at your, because my parents decided to go to Jamaica Thanksgiving for a family wedding. It wasn't a family. It was a friend's wedding, okay. a family friend's wedding of a, of, of their daughter in um, Jamaica. So I spent Thanksgiving. Shit, well, we ain't go with them. I don't know why I didn't go with my family. To I said we. I didn't say you. Well, I mean, <laughs> you were you were you were in there, but you weren't like in there yet. I know. I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Why did I go to Jamaica? I don't know. Why I didn't go anyway. That's what I'm saying. Shit. Anyway, but I wanted to spend Thanksgiving with your family. And I met like everybody at one time 
and that was i'm not gonna say it was overwhelming it is overwhelming it was a lot especially after hearing about what happened with somebody else's previous girlfriend <laughs> and how social media kind of messed that up <laughs> and how things got misconstrued on social media so i was a little going in a little not not intimidated but like you walls hear, up you uh you hear what you want to hear yeah like like walls up and so i just went in and i was like talking speaking and everybody was just genuinely so nice but it was so over, not overwhelming but it was like I got a big family, but they're it very was tight intimidating. They're very tight knit. Yes, because your parents were high school sweethearts, and so like everybody grew up together. Like both sides of your parents' family grew up yeah, together. Same town, same town, city. I mean, it's a, let's, let's it's, not let's it's not a, do that. It's a little country town. Little, little country town. Selma is a little country town, but it's very historic though. Yeah, since you know you in the country, but somebody from there tell you your ass was in the country. <laughs> Um, but so it was overwhelming for me, but I pretty much showed them who I was. Now I showed them like the nice side of me. Like nobody has seen they they just now saw like the bratty side of me, best way to put it. COVID has really messed up my not say my personality, but it, it kind of messed up my um filter and like how long I can keep that filter up for I'm just like I don't I like it's I'm tired of like that veneer of civility. Like I don't people well. And it's like a lot of people you interact with people in, in like on a daily basis. And it's like, you just kind of put on this, this smiley face of this mask just so you can interact with folks. And I'm like, bro, I don't really want to talk to you. It gets to a point where it gets tiring. And the social media, like it, it runs out very quickly. Oh, my social media runs out so fast now. <laughs> Which is not good, I guess, but yeah, it definitely runs out. Well, COVID's exacerbated like a lot of stuff. I think about it. People were trapped in the houses with their significant others, so like that, so they really got to know their significant mm-hmm. other being in the house together. And I think a lot of insecurities, like things that you push back into your like subconscious, started coming up. True. When you're in the house with somebody. And a lot of people didn't make it. A lot of people's people relationships didn't make it. No, it's the shit they didn't address that they was like, we'll get to this later. And yeah. later and later came. And they're like, I don't want to address this. And they was like, all right, fuck it. Like Love and Marriage Huntsville. Um, Destiny, she was married for less than a year, had a whole newborn baby. And she was saying my husband didn't cheat on me. It was just his lack of support with the newborn, his communication, his style as a person we got to know each other during COVID and that's we're just one of the casualties of our of we're one of the relationship casualties of this of this virus mm-hmm. of lockdown. I look at Tisha and Marceau Marceau, Tisha has definitely got insecurities when it comes to her husband. Especially, you know, there's rumors out there that he might have fathered a kid as well as Martel did and got me watching all these damn shows. He and Kim be watching through we could he also be commentating, y'all. He be show commentating. But no matter how old you are, these insecurities creep up. Mm-hmm. And Marceau, Mar- Marceau, I hate when his name was like Marceau, does a good job of deflecting from Tisha's yeah. insecurities. Hell yeah. Like he never, I guess, um, what's, what I'm, what's what I'm looking for? He doesn't, what's what I'm looking for? He doesn't, uh, I say, do a good job of addressing them. He kind of, yes, it's def- like he, he doesn't def- def- deflect, he, def- he diffuses. He diffuses the situation without any result. And I'm like, you didn't really he man- fix the he, problem. You yeah, just he put man- a band-aid over like it and then walked away. Deflect. He kind of manages to diffuse and then it's not like a subject change. It's just more of like, uh, okay, we'll talk about this over here. Yeah. And so, and I like that me and Ken were very, di- I was very direct but we're at that stage in our relationship where we're comfortable enough to let the other person know how we feel and mm. what's going on. And I feel like if you all are not at that, if you can't tell your partner how you feel or what's happening, then maybe you need to reevaluate your relationship. Because mm. I... You should be able to express yourself. Because I have been around people where and again this is during COVID where they realize like this person wanted to be married other person didn't but they've expressed that several times in different ways and I guess in their minds if they 
stay there long enough for research age, they'll change their mind. You hear what you want to hear. And, and I'm you- just like, no, he, this person, he or she has expressed to you they don't want to get married. They don't, like, they're cool with doing everything but the actual legal document of marriage. Mm-hmm. And I know both sets of parties that are like that, women and men. A lot of people that feel like marriage is like getting the government involved in their yeah. relationship, which I, I, yeah, I hear you, I understand, but it's honestly I don't know how to explain. I, I, me, I, I don't know even know so, how to comment on that. One. Because for example, DMX's fiance, she has no legal. She was with this man for years, with him up until he died. Mm-hmm. Since they're not married, she has no legal claim to anything. Nothing. His ex-wife gets all that stuff in the kids. She gets nothing mm. without the ex-wife being like, you know, let's, let's, to me, it's more of a, unless DMX had an estate, which he didn't have a will. It's like a business partnership. It's a, it's a business. It's a business partnership. Marriage is a business partnership because not only are you combining your assets, you're combining your future investments. Mm-hmm. You're combining anything that happens to you. That per, you that it legally makes sure that person gets those document gets those things, and marriage when people are like I, marriage to them is so final, and I'm like y'all it ain't that final you can always get a divorce and annulment, <laughs> it ain't that final, <laughs> like anything you can always get to come to an end. Yeah, but the bad thing about the other options you have is that other you got to deal with the eye of society viewing things as like a a failure or disappointment or whatnot. And that's the sad part because I know people who've gotten divorced or who are going through divorce right now. I don't want people that's divorced. And I'm just like, don't ever look at this. To me, it's healthier because people usually be like, oh, we're staying together because we have kids or we're staying together. Man, that's the worst shit you could ever say is we're only staying here because it's the kids. Man, listen, your kids can feel your energy. As much as you try to hide it, they can feel your energy. As much as you try to hide all this other shit, you try to put on this little fake smile, they feel it. Yes. And it's like it de- it wears on everybody in the house. And for your own mental, for both y'all's mental, I would have just divorced, like, or annulment, whatever one you, you decide to do. Just because, I mean, it's better that way. Like, like, who cares about the social stigma when it comes to that? Who cares? This is about this is about you and your own and your own and your own well 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 being. But the fucked up thing is the people that's commenting on the people who shit is fucked up. They just want to have something to talk about. They want to be entertained. Which is crazy to me. Which is weird. Like, like people are weird, like man. You're in, like, oh my God, I hate when people comment on other people's relationship. Just because you're single and miserable doesn't mean you have the right to comment on what somebody else is going through. Technically, they'll say, quote unquote, I have the right to because I can. But, yo, just let her listen to them talk. And then you just listen to them. And it's like, okay, well. You, like you I better? look at you differently, yeah, especially like, now that I am married. Like I'm not saying that my mindset has changed or like certain the way I moved has changed. I don't put energy into a lot of stock. Like I don't put a lot of stock into like like I literally be like, man, I, I really just don't give a fuck about a lot of stuff. <laughs> like the older I get, the more I'm like, bro, I do not care. Like the older I get, and now that I like now like I like I said, my mindset has changed. It's tweaked a little bit now that I've been married. Like there's just certain there's just certain things. I just don't move a certain way, like how I like how I used to, cause, and then also I listen to people more, and the more I listen to people comment on people's relationships, I'm like, what are you going to say if Ken and I, God forbid, knock on wood, get a divorce or we go through our own trauma? Like, you're going to say the same shit that you're saying about them about us because you're single and miserable, or because you're mad that you didn't originally have what they had because you don't know what went down. And then you'll say, well, I heard that so-and-so cheated on this person. So mm, karma is what they get. Da, da, da. I'm like, that is terrible. People, they need something to talk about. They need that dopamine rush. It's like people want to be validated. They want to be able to say I was right and I told you so. And to be honest with you, I just don't give, I do not care. People be saying, I'm like, okay, aunt, bro, I don't care. I do not care. It's just wild to me. So I, I look at people differently now because or I just don't care, care. And I don't really like fuck with you like that anymore. Not saying I cut you off. I just I just, I be just move like, differently. Around uh, you. How do you be dedicating energy to this? 
And like, like how do you, do you have not the, have anything else to talk about or to be about? Thank you. Like what, bro? I feel like you got some other shit to do. Like it ain't like it's a celebrity couple that's divorcing or whatever. Where you can and just even get then, on Twitter and just like you just be out there on the streets. And even then, the celebrity shit don't matter because even then, I'm like, why are you so de- dedicated to it? How does that impact you? It's just ridiculous. You just want to have something to talk about. It's just crazy to me because I'm just like, worry about yourself. Worry about your own. That's. That's me and Work show. on you. <laughs> that is me and Work show. on you. Like, don't. Like, I hate when people come to me with, like, I guess, um. How do we help. Petty you, bullshit? Yeah. How do we help get you the way you want to be? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy to me how that, how that, how that, how that happens. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not going to sit here like I'm perfect. Like, I don't, like, I don't indulge certain types of, like, issues or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm not like, well. That's what so and so get. That's what no. I'm like, well, damn, that sucks. Mm-hmm. I hope they were able to work shit stuff out. I hope they were able to still be cordial. Like I'm not like that's what that's what so and so get. Shouldn't have messed with him or her in the first place anyway. Gotta like, feed. I, that's the, not me. Gotta feed the ego. Gotta feed the beast. It's crazy to me though. But anyhow, 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 my fault. Wait, what is was you? That you or me? That's you. My phone is on the couch. Oh. Yeah, my so my phone had that strong vibration. <laughs> anyway, my phone was ring it was ringing my computer too. Oh yeah. But um, but no, but I don't know. The thing that I've been thinking about with COVID and relationships and people really getting into their own insecurities during like lockdown, and it's just I don't know. It's just weird to me because I'm just like, did y'all not talk about these things prior to like? Because <laughs> it quote unquote was a tough conversation. So I'm in my mind because I hate it when people's relationships are on the surface, like they're surface deep, like we don't go beyond the first layer. <laughs> and I'm just like, do y'all not know each other? Do y'all not pique each other's interest? Damn, you just want to go deep with that one. I'm just saying, like, and I'm not trying to say that me and Ken are out of your relationship because we're not. Mm-hmm. We're so far from it. Like, like we have our own issues. But let me tell you something. Y'all won't know why all this issues. I don't tell you. Mm-hmm. But we at least we'll talk our we'll talk out. our stuff out, and then we'll watch TV afterwards, <laughs> or we'll just go, or I'll go in the living room and Ken will go into his back room, and we just be chilling <laughs> in our own separate corners, which I really do like. But me and Ken also, because I had a little insecure moment where I'm like, Ken, we're living in this, and I talked about this before, I think, where we're living in this bigger house now, and I just feel like we're roommates. Like, we're, we're, like, I feel like you're leaving at a certain time. I'll leave at a certain time. I see you at dinner. And after that, I don't see till we go to until we go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of, like, I mentioned that to him about how, like, I don't want us to be roommates. Like, we're married. It's the last thing I want us to do in this house. Because I had other friends say when me and my husband moved into a bigger space, we turned into roommates. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, shoot, I don't want that to happen. And so... We started, I guess, engaging more in each other's stuff, like interests. Mm-hmm. Like Ken got me into Formula One, Formula One racing, <laughs> only because there's only one black person in Formula One racing. I got you in a Formula One. His you name got is Lewis me. Hamilton. He's gorgeous. This is the really? only reason why I really watch it. Wow. I mean, though that that in the drama of the sport, because these grown owners, these first of all, these, these people are rich as hell. Okay, like you think these NFL players make money? No, these racers and these principal owners, well, I guess managers, or whatever. They making bank and they act like children. Okay, <laughs> act like children. It is the best stuff ever. If you have Netflix, watch. There's a Netflix series about Formula One racing. It's called Formula One Drive to Survive, and it takes you behind the scenes of what's really going on with these different teams, the owners, how they move, how they be switching out players and not players, racers and stuff. Y'all, it is good. Trust me, you'll love it. And then also, it doesn't hurt that Lewis Hamilton is like gorgeous as hell. And that the other race car drivers that on there are cute. Some of them do have issues with their teeth, but they're European. Let's just be real. Some of them need to get a whitening kit, but it's still fine. Lewis is is European. I said Lewis is Hamilton. Lewis is European. Yeah, I said that. You said some. It's okay. Some of them are European. I said, hold on, but he's European. I mean, I should say like some of them are white European. Mm, All of them are white European, except for Lewis Hamilton. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any American drivers. Mm Or not. Yeah, they're all either Canadian. Australian. Either European, Canadian. Asian. South, South American. No. North, Alex, no, 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 no. Alex uh, Sergio. From- Sergio's Mexican. And then also um, Alex Albon. Al- Albon. Albon. He's Thai. Yeah. 
So, I mean, it, I really, and a lot of the principal owners are all either, there's only one female principal owner of a team. The rest of them are all old white men. I wouldn't say old white men. They're all like, they're like middle aged. Yeah. Like they're in their early, to, they're in their 40s. I'll say that. But it is a good, the ladies, I'm telling you, watch it. Men, if you're not into Formula One racing, this will really get you into the sport of Formula One racing. I prefer this over, like, NASCAR to me sucks. I don't like Indy. Indy's probably the closest thing we'll have. Like, Indy car racing is the closest thing that Americans will have to Formula One racing. I just don't like, uh, I don't like oval tracks. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And these people race, like, in the streets. Yeah, you've this got is, this some. This is like some Fast and the Furious. Like, they are here in the streets <laughs> you've got of these some, countries. You've got some some tracks that are street tracks. So, it's like you're racing through the city of Monaco. Which is cool. Or you're racing through or the city through, of Hungary uh, when they're in Budapest. There. Uh, I can't remember the track. Baku was another street track. Uh, Abu Dhabi is a street track, I think. I'm not sure. But it's, it's a mixture of, like, racetracks and street tracks. But it's they're, awesome. they're not oval tracks. So yeah, I, yeah. So, like, it's, it's cool. I like it. I like the The technology <laughs> is what got me into it. Oh, oh shit. Dang. Dang. Anything else you're going to smack? Everything over. Throw no, I'm bowls. sorry. I was thinking about Lewis Hamilton. I got excited. But um, <laughs> Ken hates it now that I'm like, yeah, he's so cute and attractive. But um, don't worry, y'all. This is not one of Ken's insecurities. He's very secure about himself. You know, he knows the kind of, he knows kind of, the kind of man he is. But, um, no, but I will say... That Ken watches some of my reality TV shows. With I got me. her in the racing. She got me into these reality shows. And he be watching them too, y'all. Like he likes, and I, I, we've mentioned this before. But Ken likes Married to Medicine. He, I wouldn't say it's a like. It's it's like I'm entertained by it. Listen, when we be watching Love After Mar- Love Love and Marriage Huntsville, you be like, is that on? Like, yeah, Love After Lockup, you be like, oh, that's on. Um, it's probably like the top three because you really haven't got any. You might you might watch Real Housewives of Atlanta with me, but more so Married to Medicine. I'm also watching because of with, the husband. Yeah. Like, for one, I want to see the husband's responses, but I, I, I say it's more like I, I like watching. I like watching your response to some of the stuff that goes on. But then, it started out with me watching you watch the show, <laughs> and then it turned into me comment, you know, commentating. <laughs> then it just was like, I mean, yeah, we could watch it, sure. And then the king gets into it. He'd be like, "What are you talking about? What are you doing?" Like, oh my god! Especially loving marriage Huntsville. Ken really gets. It. He'd be like, "Man, Kimmy's the only one that be talking real stuff." And I'm like, "Yes, yes, she is." How, can, tell, 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 tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> so, like, I really like. We get into it. Like, we this is we get we kind of get into each other's interests, so we can at least spend time past dinner time with each other. And then when football comes on, I'll watch it, but I'm not like really watching it. I'll be on my phone most of the time, but I be watching it. I'm not as big on football as I used to be. Like he'll be watching NBA finals, which is so weird because Ken doesn't really watch NBA. I don't watch the regular season games. He watched I playoffs get in the playoffs in the final. Like that's when he watches it, and I'm just like, when did you become an NBA fan? He was like, look, I only watch during the playoff season. It's too many. There are too many games. I mean, I, there's like there's way too many to keep up with, and. You know, you sit there and watch the playoffs, and that's when I'm not gonna say the regular season doesn't matter, but that's when it's like it really matters. And so these dudes, you know, they really start balling out. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like we really we don't watch baseball. Like me and him both agree, we can't watch baseball on TV. Like you have to watch that in person. Yeah, I used to watch the World Series, uh, depending on who was in there. See, we used to have the season. We used to be season ticket holders at the Braves, and then my sister used to work for the Braves state, the Braves stadium. As an usher, when she was in college, so that was like awesome because she had, she had behind the dugout seats, mm-hmm. so we we'll buy like cheap seats, and then she'll know if her section sold out or not, and we'll just go down to her section. Oh well, shit. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, and also she had to say she saw like, the Rolling Stones perform for free because she worked the stadium when oh, we did the concert. Up. Yeah. So, um, but as I said, we kind of me and Ken got into each other's interests after I had that conversation with him about us. You know, not wanting to be roommates. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't want to see you no more than, like, just, you know, walking by, passing by the house. And, like, now I've got this brand new couch, which I love. We literally sit here on the couch together and just watch TV. Or, well, he, the TV's watching, is watching Ken because he's asleep. Yeah, I'll be taking naps and shit. And I take naps, too, on accident on this couch. <laughs> which, when we get done recording, I'm probably going to ask Ken to make me a sandwich and I'm going to go back to sleep. A sandwich? Yeah, because I don't want, like, a full meal, but I know I'm going to be hungry. I don't understand why they give little kids naps. They don't need them. That's so random. Little kids don't need naps. We as adults, we need naps. I am just hoping that 
if COVID has taught us anything, it is communication. Because you, if if you were trapped, I say trapped, but if you were in the house with somebody for a long period of time, and I mean, I'm sorry, but to me, that should have been like the most therapeutic time with your significant other. Said some of these folks are like, if you was trapped on a deserted island with somebody and they found out, it's like I do not want to be on an island with you. <laughs> like I'm just like I would like I would not I would not mind being on a trap on a deserted island with my with with my husband because Ken's very resourceful. <laughs> Ken will go out there and make up some shit to go catch some fish and we'll be straight, we'll be set. And I help Ken build some stuff because we we know each other's strengths and weaknesses. I pray that never happens. Knock on wood, but yeah. Oh, and they also were black. They probably wouldn't come looking for us anyway. Damn. My mama would have to like literally like being spelled S O S with some rocks. My mom would have to use all her resources that she knows to come find us. I've been spelled S O S. I know y'all see this. And I'd be like stimulus checks on on the on the island at this point. That's fucked up. <laughs> Get your stimulus checks right over here. Well said. But I do feel like even though we are older. People still have insecurities. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it gets harder for people to talk about these things the older we, the older we get. Because then we start getting cemented in our old ways. Some people don't want to let shit go. Like them, them insecurities give them comfort because that's, that's how they know how to feel. They don't know how to not feel without those. And it's crazy to me because I always feel like. You should never let people. This is on this is on subject talking about, but you should never let people know how you're moving. And yeah. I feel like people's insecurities control that. Like they want to let, and I know I mentioned this in the last episode. They want to let everybody know like where they at, how they feel, like, and I'm and I'm just like, the world needs to know everything. Moving, oh, God, it's no. it's best to move in silence. Most definitely. I always feel that way. Like it's best to move in silence. And I hate it when people shit on other people's small accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just just congratulate them or don't say shit at all. That's how I feel. Yeah. But. What's we got going on? Yeah, the Olympics. Which I did not watch for real, for real. I did not watch the Olympics at all this year. I just wasn't I into forgot, it. I kind of forgot it was on. I really wasn't into it this year. I think it was with everything going on. And then also with Japan having like super high COVID rates now because of the, because of the Olympics. It's just like, mm. But I am proud of Allison Felix. I am definitely going to buy her tennis shoes because um, she wore, she raced in her. She, she, I know she has her own brand. I'm just yeah. laughing because it's like, dang, you just like shout out Allison Phoenix. Allison Phoenix. Oh. Well, I mean, like her and then that pretty girl who also ran. Um, she she's really pretty from Harvard or whatever. I, I can't think. Of, remember, we, we, we watched. I know you're talking about, but I, don't, I can't think of her name. I can't off the think top. of her name, but she is so gorgeous on, on the U.S. Olympic. The team. women was the women did well. Let me tell you something. The women, there was so much black girl magic happening <laughs> on the during the Olympics that to me it kind of overshadowed a lot of the men's sports outside of like I guess basketball because basketball they pretty much was like y'all saw all that shit and now look at us for gold medal. I'm like, yeah, we did talk mad shit. About yeah, y'all. we were. We was talking mad shit. Mad shit, but they proved us wrong. But I feel like the ba- a, women's basketball went last night. Sorry. Yes, that was good. Sorry for cutting you off. Yeah, you're good. That was that was me because me and Cam watched that game live. I was mm-hmm. like, and these Japanese women are fast. Did she? The Japanese women were all over the men. But all, especially Brittany Gardner. Brittany Gardner's so tall, though. She was like, boop, balling it. <laughs> boop. Yeah, them Japanese it. point guards, boy, them, they was fast. And then I will say Simone Biles. People, her black girl magic was on a whole different level for me because. She has the weight of the world on her shoulders being the GOAT of the sport, the most decorated gymnast. Mm-hmm. And she was like, look, my mental is not well. And mentally to be, I feel like, I feel like the mental component is very important to be a gymnast, especially because you're up in the, you're not, you know, you're not, you're not on the ground for most of your I feel like stuff. it's one wrong, like you land wrong and it's a wrap. It's a wrap. And she looked out for her mental first. And I think to me, her being a leader is what solidifies her as a goat. People are like, well, she should have left. She should have done this and that. No. They're like, why did she even go to the Olympics? She took somebody else's spot. No. She proved to be a leader by, by stepping back and recognizing she wasn't 100% and letting somebody else shine and Man. giving somebody else a podium. You're over here trying to argue with an armchair quarterback. And it's just crazy to me. I'm like, no. like I, 
These the same folks that be like, I could be Usain Bolt in the foot race. No, you can't, baby. As soon as you, as soon as, soon as some of y'all take off, your as soon as you take off, your calf, hamstrings, hip flexors, back, it's a wrap. Everything gonna lock up. It's a wrap. But I definitely, I definitely support her. I love her, and I am happy that she recognized what was wrong. Because with Simone Biles, any wrong move of her stunts, it could have really ended her career. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, let's be real, she gets judged differently. Like, they, like we all know this. Like the Olympic Committee wouldn't even let her do one of her famous stunts because no other gymnast could do it, and they said it was too dangerous for other people to try. So I'll be like, and? I'm like, they got to do, well, do with me. <laughs> you know? And so that is, how, that is why I feel like that coupling with her being scored harder or differently than the other gymnasts, plus on top of that, you have a target on your back already just because of all the awards and accolades that you have. Like, that can really mess with your mental. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I just, and then people are, and it's just rumors. People are saying, well, you know, she was on Adderall, and the Olympic community said she couldn't take her Adderall anymore. That's what really messed her up. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't think that's what that was. Cause I'm pretty sure, she, no. Mm-hmm. People just be Y'all talking. Y'all always want to use drugs and as, 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 as an excuse <laughs> for black women being excellent. But it's cool. Folks, cool. Just, be, folks just be talking. But no, but I definitely appreciate her mental. If anything, this past year, 2020 and now, should have really taught us is about our mental health. Yeah. And how we need to be more honest with ourselves. What would you say are some of your favorite, like, categories of sports for the Olympics? That was so random. But, um, it was, <laughs> but I was like, hey, while we're here, let me just go ahead and roll this out here. Because I feel like, uh, let me slide this in for the, before uh, we change. Uh, gymnastics, obviously, women's gymnastics, men's gymnastics, like meh. Um, women's gymnastics, beach volleyball, uh, used to be tennis, but since like Serena and Venus were in it, and then Naomi got disqualified after the first round, and then Coco, uh, Coco she couldn't even go because tested positive for COVID. I was like, meh, I'm not really watching tennis this year. I ain't gonna lie, my mom, I thought she was gonna say cocaine. I was like, she did what? No, <laughs> um, what else? Is there? Uh, I ain't gonna lie. Synchronized swimming. Synchronized swimming is hilarious. It's hilarious. It's good sport. It's entertaining, but it's hilarious. I like the dives. I like watching the divers. Yeah. Um, the swimming is pretty intense. I say swimming, track and field, and then it's kind of like you check. Oh yeah, back. track and field, of course. It's like swimming. You know, you got your little track. Oh, Damn, it's speed I said walking. Track. <laughs> I love speed walking. Speed walking and and synchronized swimming are probably the two most entertaining parts of a. Uh, parts of the olympics because i'm like how did this become an official sport like i don't, i could i could totally be a speed walker shit <laughs> not me because they you know because the thing is they'd be sitting there getting water and shit like they've been out here running and i'm like i understand it's almost like a run but it's not but you're still moving you know pretty quickly but at the same time i'm like this just looks funny i like it though this just looks funny it's funny though but yeah what are your favorite uh <laughs> definitely diving uh Synchronized swimming. Uh, I love the short, uh, the short track events like the one hundred, the the one hundred, two hundred, and the four hundred. Uh, these dudes that be running fifteen hundred or whatnot, it's like, dude, I'd have pulled a hamstring on turn one. They be running miles in like three minutes, and I don't understand how. Like just just out here cruising and don't look tired. It's like okay, that's heat one. All right, we're gonna do this again in a couple minutes. We're going and I'm a, I'm gonna run faster than what I just did. It's like no, no, sir, I'm done. I need electrolytes. I need a sandwich. I just realized Winter Olympics are next February. Oh, they you know it's every two. Yeah, it's weird because the Olympics is off a year oh, this yeah. year. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so it's there. And that's the other thing I like about this shit. Why didn't they just call it 2021? And do you know how expensive it would have been for them to reprint up? All that stuff. Listen, it is what it is. You know how confusing it is to watch something say Tokyo 2020 in August of 2021, and you're just sitting there like, is this? Like, I'm I'm not going to lie, because I I know what's currently going on, but I go back and watch the replay, and it's like Tokyo 2020, and I'm like, when does that happen? And it's like six hours ago. It's like, just say 2020. It's like, oh, okay. All right, this this is is what was supposed to happen last year. Yeah. Yeah, and the World Olympics is going to be in China. Well, damn. Yeah. <laughs> and other thing, this got me thinking because you know I brought this up uh, previously. It's like we watched the diving competitions in uh in Tokyo. Oh yeah, about we've Rio. watched the diving competitions in London. You know why the hell was the water in Rio so damn green? 
What's, I am looking at it. Are, right you, are you Googling it? I'm Googling it right now. You're the woman in the chair? I had to look it up real quick. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that water was like. Yeah, they said it left them itchy and had like their skin. It said it was unplanned dump of hydrogen peroxide into the water. Excuse me? They said the addition of hydrogen peroxide neutralizes the chlorine and allowed algae to bloom in the pool. Why was algae in the pool? <laughs> they said. Well, they said it, no. They said when the high, when they dump all the hydrogen peroxide, it can it neutralizes the chlorine, which created the algae. Why did they put the peroxide in the pool? You asking a lot of questions. I it was just literally like literally just said I, I an unplanned <laughs> dump. It said an unplanned dump of hydrogen peroxide into the water. I just remember sitting there watching the synchronized divers, and I was like, "Hey, you remember in Rio where that water was like hella green?" Yeah, yeah, yes, it was, and it was smelly apparently too. I mean, we weren't there. It just kind of, you know, captured the attention. It was just more of just when we found out, hey, it's going to be in Japan. I was like, hey, we going. And it was like COVID. COVID. <laughs> Hell, COVID still stopping a lot of things right now. Yeah, I feel for the folks over there because normally when them folks sick, you know, they walk around with a mask. It's, it's, I feel like COVID was, I feel like the next, I honestly feel like we're not going to go under a lockdown, but I do. Oh, feel, they ain't shutting shit down. But I do feel like restrictions should be made because it's too early. I feel like it was too early for all of us to be out here, like into the world. Are you serious? They said they was going to do the honor system. I'm like, dog. When has that ever worked? First off, the American people stormed the goddamn cat stormed the people's house. Mm-hmm. I don't trust how these people out here. Over time, we use the honor system to tell people, you know, and people let us know when they're shit. No, because people want to be out here in these streets, be out here hot in these streets again. And I'm just like, mm, I'm good in the house. I'm good. Y'all, y'all, we people have been in. I realize this. People don't know how to act again anymore. It's arc about people. People are mean now. Folks, been people mean. People are meaner than they were prior to COVID. Again, it's the veneer of civility. It's been removed. And so people are having to deal with the raw people. And they're just like, they don't know what to do. I don't know. I just, I've, I've become a hermit. People are assholes. I like to be in my house now. See, now that we have a bigger space. I that's why I say it's like, I don't people well. I'm like, I'm built for staying in the house. I, I didn't get when Ken used to say that a lot. I used to not force him to come out, but let's go out. Da, da, da. But now it's, now it's me in the house. I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, I, was here, I was here way before you. I was just waiting on you to get here. Like there are days where I wake up, I'll work from the house. I don't put on clothes. I'm wearing a big ass t-shirt like all day. And I'll do that for like two days straight. It is the best. It is the best thing in the world. Like putting on, having to put on clothes again, y'all. I'm like, oh God. Having to actually do like regular shit every day. I will say, I do have to leave the house, whether it be going for like a walk or just go outside for something. I can't just stay in the house. Oh, no, no, no. I can stay in the house yeah, on mm-hmm, the couch mm-hmm. all day. Yeah, see, I spent a lot of time outside as a kid, so it was like, hey. We and gotta, we gotta and, and I'm not depressed or anything. I just like to be inside. <laughs> but I guess what else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to mention to the people before you make me a sandwich? All I heard was Anthony <laughs> Mackie, make daddy a sandwich. It's like, nigga, what? Uh... Well, we talked about relationships. We had the Olympics. Yes. We, oh, what we, else happened? Me, me and Ken finally finished Loki. We started it and finished it. Oh, Loki. I, we're not going to talk to details. Some, some of y'all may not have watched it, but it's really good. I suggest you all watch it before Marvel, before the phase, before phase four starts in the movie theaters. Because mm-hmm. what's come is September. First weekend of September is the first Marvel movie from phase four that comes out. Then you have the Eternals in November, and then you have Spider Man in December. You so, still got Shang-Chi. Say, yeah, that's what comes out in September. Uh, technically still need to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I really don't want to watch it. I just, you I just don't like Anthony Mackie. Which, uh, uh, why? I don't like a lot of, like, I don't like Michael B. Jordan. I don't like Anthony Mackie. I just, Seeing the trend, dude. What? Because they're all black? Yep. No. I, I love Idris. <laughs> I love Idris Elba. Man, he I watched, count. I watched Suicide Squad. Okay. It's actually a really good movie. Yeah, Y'all should totally that movie, watch it. Was was interesting to say the least. And I like Chadwick. May he rest. May, may he rest in peace. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I just don't like Michael B. Jordan or Anthony Mackie. I just don't like those two. You still mad because Michael B. Jordan got uh, G Baby killed in Horrible? It's just something about Michael B. That Jordan. was in two thousand one. Like, it's just something about him I just don't like. I'm just like, and then also, he ain't the best actor. I don't know. I might get crucified for saying that, but 
I just don't like him. I don't. What all have you seen him in outside of Black Panther and Hardball? And um, don't say the wire because I I don't feel like you ain't watched that one. No, I watched that with you. You didn't watch the wire with me. Yeah, I did because you were having because you were you were watching for the first time and I would just be you'd be on TV and I watch it with you. You'd be explaining to me about the show and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, yep, yep. Um, I seen him in bits and pieces of the wire. I watched him in a movie with um Zac Efron and one other person. It's like it was a Christmas thing. I forgot movie. about that movie. It was that that was pretty good, but I I watched it for Zac Efron. I didn't watch it for Michael B. <laughs> Jordan. Um. Trying to think of what else. Uh, I like Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Then we was meh. It was okay. He was like, I need more action. Yeah, it was he's, okay. He's I John, needed, it he was, did John Wick. But many John people? Wick gave me a plot in action. But Keanu's not the best actor. But he does a good job with what he got, though. I mean, it's like you said about Tom Cruise. But let me tell you something. I go out and see Mission Impossible movies every time they every time they come out. Because that go man gives a very sp- spirited run scene. Let me tell you something. That man's every scene where he's people, in, where he looks like he's running for his life. People can talk about Keanu and Tom Cruise, but yeah, they're, they're like, and about Denzel. Keanu's just Denzel stoic. plays the same character in every movie. But guess what? That man be acting his ass off the exact same way. My man. Let me let me just say. So I mean, but I don't know. It's just something about Michael B. Jordan. I just don't. I'm like that's just me. That's my and that's my personal preference. That's just how I am. I hear you. I don't like Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. I hear you. And if I ever turn that to his face, hell no. Yo, no. his cameo in Space Jam was hilarious. It was. <laughs> if y'all haven't seen Space Jam, y'all should probably watch that. It was a cute movie. Like I liked it. Will yeah. I have paid to go see it in movie theaters? I mean, we ain't got kids, so. But I mean, but I go pay to see kid movies. Like, like me and my mom, we we, we go see like I would, animated I would hope movies. you and your mama in the year of twenty twenty one would be like, hey, we need to go see space. Listen, the first Space Jam wasn't the best acted. Michael Jordan is not an actor. Mm-mm. It was funny though. But I folks was it. mad at. Le- I mean, it was both of them had their entertaining things, but it's I just still like, would have liked to see a cameo from Jordan. Like his name kept getting brought up, and and this movie was filmed in twenty nineteen, so he could have done a cameo. Dang, really? Yeah, they filmed it in 2019. And so I'm just saying, like, Jordan could have done a cameo or something. Like, it would have been cool, you know, to, to, like, combine the two worlds. (laughs) He don't do sequels. He don't do sequels, (laughs) kind of like how Will Smith don't do sequels. That's why, even though he did Bad Boys 2, 3, Mission Impossible 2, not Mission Impossible, Men, Men in Black 2 and 3. Whoa, 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 whoa. Will oh, you talking said, about Will Smith? Yeah, I thought Will about Jordan Smith, was in, no, the, in no, all no. them. Will Smith, remember that doesn't do sequels, quote unquote. That's why he didn't see him in Suicide Squad. But he, uh, that first Suicide Squad wasn't a good movie. It wasn't the best. But this movie. one was great, though. It it, it was, was better. It, it was different. It, it was different. It was there. It, it didn't. It like I had. A, I said it as a as a as a low bar. But and, yeah, it, see, yeah. you came in with no expectations, and your expectations were exceeded. Very much so. <laughs> And I can't. And then I told Kim, now we got to watch Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey with Harley Quinn and like her standalone like female, female. Uh, apparently, I need to watch uh, Harley Quinn on HBO Max. Oh yes, uh, if y'all have not seen an animated series of Harley Quinn, it is the funniest thing. We sh- we should watch that after we get done. Cartoon Network ran a, a marathon of it yesterday. Well, tsunami, tsunami, uh, tsunami. No, it was Adult Swim. Uh, same thing. Same thing. And uh, I'm sitting there like, yo, what is this, and why is it so hectic? And I told Ken like, no, you need to watch HBO Max so you can hear all the cussing. It like they just be talk. <laughs> I was like, I was not expecting that. This is mad funny. This I, is this is hilarious. Like and, literally, just the way they be interacting with I people. Like they be talking like regular shit. And Ken's like me. You have to see it. Cause like you can tell me how funny you can tell me all these cool things, but <laughs> kids like me, he has to actually experience it to mm-hmm. get what you're talking about. So, but yeah, and I think that pretty much that's mainly it, though. I mean, really, oh yes, we're we we we're, I'm happy we did this whole two week thing. We stuck to it now. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Had to get up, had to knock her out of slumber. Yeah, I was I was on the couch slump, but um, but yeah, this was a. Uh, Good little talk here, guys. Most definitely. But if just if you don't take anything from this, just think. Just one thing I want y'all to take from this is communication, mm-hmm. and don't allow somebody to feed on your insecurity because they don't care about you. They're just using you until something better comes along. God damn, that got dark. I'm just being real. Just okay. being real. Well, like uh, and know your worth. Ah, uh, yeah, that part. Know your worth because. 
you pe- people will al- you only al- people will do to you what the- what you allow. Mm-hmm. And if you set that precedent early, they're going to continue to do that. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. All right, well, you guys have a good rest of the week. Wear your mask. If you're not vaccinated, what's wrong with you? You're part of the problem. God damn, I want to go get so. get vaccinated. I'm, I, me and Ken are both fully vaccinated. We didn't grow up a third arm or anything like that. I got my five G installed. My uh, cell phone signal has not gotten any better. <laughs> like we are good, you know. So get vaccinated and um, use the soap. Yeah, and wash your hands with soap and cover your mouth when you guys cough and sneeze. Don't, like don't 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 use your hands. Use like your arm with soap. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no. You know how many times I've seen people walk out the bathroom like literally go from the urinal to they go turn the sink on and hit them with a and then walk out and I'm like, bro, like it's Corona though. Like you just out here eating Corona, not COVID, but Corona. Yeah, like you just out here eating like just just genitalia particles as you just and you just wondering why you just over here. <clears throat> it's my allergies. No, that's called ass sandwich you've eaten. It's so funny you say Corona. I was like, I mean, I'm like Corona. Like yeah, like Corona and COVID aren't the same thing. People haven't been calling the coronavirus in such a long time. They've been calling it COVID. Man, folks go use the bathroom and they hit, they hit hit the they turn the water on. Yes, you know you just hear. And walk off. I'm like, you nasty mother. All I know is this though. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta. She bringing all her. She bringing all her letters with her. Yeah, they dropping It's about to be Greek picnic up in this shit, world. When the, pro, when the next probate? Lambda coming out soon. I wish it would stop. I'm just saying. Be ready. It's they coming. Keep, they keep playing wipe me down. <laughs> no, for the wipe yourselves down though, y'all. That's because y'all, some of y'all are gross. Wash your hands. Thank you. Oh, and then bathe. I should have to tell y'all this. Don't listen to celebrities who say they don't bathe Man, on a regular. We done learned a lot about some people that I wish I didn't know. Um, this is why some of y'all look like you don't bathe. Bathe. <clears throat> Wash your ass. With soap. And then also use a good face cleanser. Moisturize. That part. All right, for real. Now we're going because I'm hungry. I'm not hungry. I just, I just kind of need some. I need a little. I need a little nibble. She don't know. All right, bye. Bye.